Welcome to Create Your Sunshine. This is a space to inspire you to live a healthy, non-toxic and creative life. I'm your host, Reba. Together we will explore a wide range of wellness topics so that you can learn how to optimize your health, spark your creativity and truly live an abundant life. Each week, you can expect a guest interview chatting to me about conscious living, creative careers, women's health, how to save the planet, and so much more. Take what you need from each episode. Think of this podcast as your accountability method to take your life in both hands and fill it up with sunshine. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so that you will never miss this serious sunshine for your ears. Jordan is the founder and brains behind the online health and wellness website, Health Earth, the home of human optimization. He says the mission is in the name, to heal the earth through the act of being healthy within ourselves first, and I couldn't agree more. Jordan is also the creator of C9 Protein, a protein powder made from sustainably grown crickets. It contains nine essential amino acids and a plethora of vitamins and nutrients. Without further ado, let's bring on Jordan Epstein. Thank you so much for being here. Um, before we kick off today's episode, Jordan, I want to ask you, what is one thing you will do today or maybe you have already done to create your sunshine? Mm, I love that question. It's so great. Um, for me, I've always said that the sun always shines even on the cloudiest of days. So I, I feel like raising my awareness to have that perspective of uh, being above the clouds and, and witnessing um, that the sun is always shining irrespective of you know the weather or what's happening day to day is really important. Uh, so giving myself the space to connect with nature um, allows me to feel like I create my sunshine. So yeah, it's a really good question. Yeah. And what a powerful force nature is. Mm, That's definitely. such a beautiful answer. Thanks. Jordan, today I wanted to talk to you about your amazing health and wellness online store, Health Earth, and mm-hmm. what your mission is, what type of products you stock, and why you started this company. I also want to tell the listeners and myself about your product, C9 Protein, a protein powder made from crickets, so we'll definitely dive into that. Great. Um, I've never heard of anything like this before either, so it's very innovative of you. Jordan, you are all about, obviously, you've just said, living a life inspired by nature. So I think a lot of people can and should adapt that way of thinking, especially to benefit themselves in today's global climate. So I want to chat to you about ways we can optimize our health in this new year and every day moving forward. I really feel like our conversation today is going to help supercharge people for their most optimal 2022 ever. So today we dive, before we dive into those um, beautiful topics, I want to ask you how you arrived at where you are today with Health Earth and with your life. Mm, Great question. Um, Thanks for the the introduction and and, uh, for setting up the show today. I'm really excited to dive into all those topics too. Uh, I, I think there, there's some good gems in there, and uh, surely some some stuff that I'll I'll discover as long along the journey of uh, talking about it too. So, in terms of how I arrived where I am today, I really feel like uh, it's been a journey uh, that's compounded over time. Um, I am going to use a lot of nature analogies today. I feel like that's the best way to to uh, to describe things and connect with the story. Um, so for me, I feel like my journey has um, expanded and compounded over time. And, and what I mean by that is that, you know, the idea of um, a tree, you know, a, a single tree grows 
um, cell by cell, leaf by leaf, branch by branch. But um, the entire forest expands over time and it compounds and it's very synergistic in terms of how it interrelates with um, every other aspect of the ecology and ecosystem. Um, and I really feel like my journey has has mirrored that in many ways. I don't feel like there's been one particular starting point that's you know uh, emerged from there. Um, but instead, it's just compounded over time and it's expanded in um, its own perfect way that it's that it's meant to unfold in. So, yeah, it's, it's been a, a really great time. Um, if I was to be more specific about particular things along my path that have really uh, inspired me, um, I have a really inspirational grandfather. He's um, been on the organic train for many years and and that's been really inspirational for me and, and my mom has followed suit too. Um, then I, I snapped my ACL a few years ago and that left me on the couch for a few weeks lo watching lots of documentaries. Um, and yeah, during school holidays, I'd, I used to, back in high school, I'd always watch documentaries and I feel like that would just create this uh, curiosity in my mind around how the world works. Um, I then proceeded to study aerospace engineering and physics at university in Sydney uh, for five years. Um, so that was really exhilarating and, and I learned a lot from that. Um, and as you know, we'll discuss today, my, my path has shifted and turned over time um, to where I am now. So yeah, I, I feel like that's a bit of a, an insight into the background of how I've landed where I am at the moment. Amazing. You obviously have a very intellectual mind but a strong heart as well and a deep connection to living your best life. I think you are an inspiration to others so I'm really happy to have you here today. Thank you. So let's begin by chatting about your C9 protein. How did it evolve and what are the ingredients and what are the benefits of your particular protein? Yeah, awesome. Um, so for C9 protein it was it was quite a journey. Uh, we well, I initially found out about uh, crickets from a friend of mine. Um, he was talking about these these energy bars, uh, and they had crickets in there. And I was I was quite surprised um, by by you know this idea of eating insects. Um, and around the same time, I'd seen a stall back when I was at uni um, for a magazine that was promoting um, you know subscriptions to their magazine, and they were giving away ice cream with crickets on top. And the article in the magazine uh, was about future foods. And how we're, you know, uh, as a population with expanding needs, uh, we're going to need to look at alternate proteins. And so they were giving away these ice creams with sprinkled crickets on top, which I thought was a bit fun. And you know, did these you have are, one? Uh, I don't think I did at the time. I think I was a bit <laughs> worried to try one. So um, yeah. you know, that I, I'm definitely a, a real human in that sense that I, I do get scared of insects too. I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, back then I, I just saw it and. Um, it was. It seemed interesting to me, and there seemed like opportunity and potential in that space. And um, you know, I guess I, I earmarked it in a way of like a, a future seed of, uh, you know, possibilities around what I could um, interact. You know, how I could interact with that space going forward. Um, and then maybe a year or two later, so about three years ago, um, I started my own um, uh, cricket farming for personal consumption at home. So a lot of people who have reptiles, they'll grow insects and crickets uh, to feed their reptiles because it's just a more cost-effective way than going out to the shops and continuously buying them. Uh, so I started doing the same but for myself. Um, and, yeah, that, that was a great journey in understanding the life cycle of the cricket, which I can shed some more light on as well. Um, and, yeah, that, that's where I started, just with an at-home personal supply, uh, which I then 
grew into the um, the business and and the um, the impactful venture that we're creating now. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, let's shed some light on the life cycle of a cricket and how it does benefit the human body versus a reptilian. Mm, for sure. Um, well, for, for a, uh, I mean, for a reptile, it's like, you know, an essential food source. Um, and for humans, I would say that, um, you know, it's, it's essential as well in many ways. I'm going to chuck in another nature analogy here um, because I just finished a permaculture course. And one of the most interesting things I learned through that was that the the when you're growing like food or plants or whatever it may be, um, the particular plant, the nutrients it needs comes from the nutrients of um what it what it wants to be basically so what i mean by that is if you're trying to grow a tree you mulch it with um bark right and and wood chips because that's mm. what the tree needs to grow the cellulose um if you're trying to grow veggies um composting uh with veggie scraps and using that to to mulch the veggies is really important so that they have the right nutrients to, to grow and the similarity here between you know veggie patch and the human body uh which there are many um is that for a human, if, if we want to grow to be the strongest, best human that we can be to make the most positive impact and change in this world, um, I wouldn't go as far as saying that, you know, we need to eat flesh and meat. Um, but I think a balanced diet um, is really important. And a way to, to get those essential nutrients um, is from insects. And, and that's a, a low impact um, way to receive that protein. Um, you know, it's it's it takes a lot less uh, energy, food, space, water, resources uh, to grow, you know, a ton of crickets as opposed to a ton of cow, for example. Um, so, mm. yeah, in terms of the nutrient profile, crickets contain all nine essential amino acids, uh, which means that it's a, a complete protein source, uh, whereas, you know, some, some plant-based sources only contain um, a subsection of those essential amino acids. And when you combine plant foods correctly, you can create th that full spectrum of amino acids. Um, but crickets already contain all nine in a nice, um, healthy bundle, which is good. Um, and then crickets also contain uh, key essential nutrients like uh, super high levels of iron, B12, which is essential for energy supply and brain function, uh, which is effectively um let's say very 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 difficult to get from plants um b12 um and and mm. uh, ensuring that it's a bioavailable source is very important too uh so yeah i i just discovered all these great benefits to crickets and and um they've yeah supported my nutrition and uh they've been supporting the nutrition of of people around me as well so it's been great Wow. And when you explain it like that, it just makes so much sense to consume crickets. And is it a particular breed of cricket or? Yeah, the, it, um, the yeah, breed of is cricket. Is it a specific? We, yeah, we use um, a breed of cricket called Ashetta domesticus. Um, it's it, it's just like a, a common household cricket is what they call it. But I, I don't know about you, but I've never really seen a, a random cricket in my house. Um, unless it's escaped mm. from the tub, then, <laughs> then I definitely have. Um, but yeah. I, I must admit, once or twice, I have been adventurous and I've seen a, a nice plump looking grasshopper and I've prepared it in some, you know, coconut oil and some coconut sugar and had a bit of a snack out of it. So that, that's, um, that's been ask. adventurous. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably as, yeah, as adventurous as I've bold been. Of you. Mm. A few people have asked me if I've ever Beautiful. eaten a live cricket, and, and um, I, I haven't. No, uh, the, the, the way we prepare the the crickets is by 
um, well, at the end of their life cycle. So they live out their full life in, you know, a happy, warm, nutritious environment for them. So they get everything that they need. Um, and we don't always put lids on the containers, which just goes to show that if they wanted to jump out, they're welcome to, uh, but you know, they're just happy where they are. Um, and then at the end of their life cycle, um, once they've laid all their eggs and their offspring hatches, um, then in the last, you know, few days, weeks of, of them um, being here on the planet, uh, we put them into a fridge and then a freezer to, to lower their um, body temperature. They're cold blooded. Um, and so they, they just fall asleep basically forever. Um, and I've also heard, and I must confirm this still, but I've also heard that crickets don't actually contain pain receptors, which is quite interesting. Um, so therefore there's you know, wow. no sort of ethical uh, dilemma yeah. there from the crickets experiencing pain, which I think is quite interesting too. So um, yeah, we just take them through to, to putting them in the freezer uh, and then we uh, dehydrate them or roast them um, and then either prepare them as a powder to then mix into a blend or um, you can use the the whole cricket um, and you know fry it up with some coconut oil and chili and garlic. Or uh, you know if you wanted to do a dessert version, you could do the coconut sugar and coconut oil and that sort of thing. So yeah, it's, there's a lot of um a lot of wow. uses for them. It's interesting. This is the future of food. <laughs> You've heard it first here. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So. I am yet to order mine. I'm very excited to try it, though. I've heard it tastes a little bit nutty. Mm -hmm, that's correct. Is that right? Yeah, nutty and earthy. Yeah. And it's a really versatile flavor. It'll it'll meet the food where it's at. I, I like to call it an adaptogenic protein. Um, it'll uh, yeah. it'll ad adapt to the the meal that you put it into. So you know, if it's a um if it's a dessert that you're making, some brownies or cookies, um, I put the flour in there, the cricket um, powder, and um, yeah, it, it adapts to the flavor profile of that, uh, and it really adds a nice depth and base to the to the meal, um, whatever it is. Or if I'm bake, uh, making something savory, uh, like a curry, uh, then, you know, I'll mix it into there and it thickens it up nicely and, yeah, it just adds that depth to the, the flavor profile, which is great. Beautiful. The home of human optimization is where you can source this protein from if you do want to buy it yourself. So let's talk about that now. So sure. where was Health Earth born from? Tell me about your company from an entrepreneurial sense, from your mission to startup company to now and where you see your business from five years. Yeah, awesome. Um, great. So I'm going to go uh, w way back in time here to um, when I was a, a little kid. Uh, and I, I think that's the best place to start this story around entrepreneurialism um, and being an entrepreneur. Uh, I, I used to have a little stall, as many of us did, out the front of my house selling, you know, lemonade and and uh, whatever I was selling, cookies. I even ventured into selling my unused toys. And I, I think the name of that store was Toyalicious because it, I was selling toys and I was also selling delicious goods. So uh, I used to do, do that out the front. And then um, I scaled up from there and I realized that I could make my own chocolates and sell them at the local grocer. Um, and he was very, very kind and let me sell them just straight on the bench at the checkout. And uh, he wouldn't take a cut, which was beautiful. He, he was just supporting me. And back then I was like, well, this is great. You know, I get to I get to create these things and give them out to people. And I'd print the labels at home and put them in the packets and everything. That was a lot of fun. And then um, one day back then, there was actually a, uh, the editor of the local magazine um, was in the shop and she saw them on the, on the table and, you know, they looked cute and homemade by, by eight or 10 year old me, however old I was. And she was asking, you know, who creates these? And, and um, she left her card 
to give to the shop owner to give back to me when I came in next. And she wanted to do a, an article on on everything that I was creating at that time. Um, and yeah, it was really cool to to receive that um, uh, you know re- receive that confirmation that it was actually quite adventurous and and quite um, you know uncommon maybe to, to, to yeah to go that um that full-on on, on that entrepreneurial train that early on and um yeah I'd attribute a lot of that to my my dad he's he's always been uh very entrepreneurial and very innovative so um I, I thank him for that and yeah back then I was just creating all of these different ventures you know I'd have um, the chocolates going I'd be chopping down the bird of paradise from my front yard and selling them at the florist as well <laughs> um I'd have all these things happening and um, simultaneously, I was really big on on charities and fundraising. Um, I was raising money for the multiple uh, for multiple sclerosis for the MS Readathon, uh, raising you know thousands of dollars for that as as just a eight or ten year old. I did it for a few years, um, and then yeah, all, all of my ventures have just you know grown over time and, and really been born from the seeds of when I was a kid. And uh, I, I think that's the most important thing, you know curiosity is one of the most powerful forces on the planet and if if we can you know nourish the next generation uh with with inspiration and curiosity to to create the world that they want to live in um i feel like that's you know that's how we can make great change in the world um you know setting ourselves up as as adults uh, or kids in bigger bodies um to to have good daily routines you know i, I that's great but also what can we do to support the next generation um, to, to really inspire their curiosity from a young age. I, I think that's a really powerful way to create great change in the planet. So uh, one, two, skip a few years um, to a couple of years ago, uh, two years ago, I uh, got a hold of some sourdough starter and just down in Sydney from a fella off uh, Facebook Marketplace um, and he had his starter going for, he'd kept it alive for the last 30 years. So it was quite a robust culture, feeding it every day, baking it with uh, multiple times per week. Um, and yeah, I, I, I got a hold of the starter and I fell in love with baking sourdough. You know, it's around the time of, of everything that's happening in the world right now. And um, there was just more space and time to, to be able to dive into things like that. And I realized that so many other people wanted to be connected with the sourdough starter as well. So I started on selling it through Facebook Marketplace as well. And, and I really felt that same resonance and vibrational frequency of when I was a kid and, and having the fun around, you know, being an entrepreneur in that sense and selling people the starter in, in Ziploc bags at first through uh, my mailbox uh, where I was living up in Byron Bay at the time. Um, and yeah, that just took off and, and I was getting, you know, tens to tens of orders a day, basically, of the sourdough starter just off Facebook Marketplace. Uh, and then down the track, I, I started running sourdough courses, teaching people how to actually bake the dough. So I scaled it up from there uh, and then selling all the accessories as well to bake sourdough. Uh, and from that place, I created the initial version of the, the website, um, which is now called Health Earth. Um, so it's, it's the idea of healing the planet through healing ourselves. So by being healthy within ourselves, uh, we can contribute to the health of the planet. Um, and, and mm. yeah, the, the sub, sub name there is the home of human optimization. So it's, it's the idea that everything we need to be, you know, the, the best, greatest version of us from a product perspective at the moment is 
is on that site and it's always you know growing um in in what's available on there uh and then down the track i'd love to integrate some services too i think that'd be really inspirational for for people to have that one-stop shop to go and get all the products they need and then all the the you know human optimization services they need coaches and, and um, people like that so um yeah i uh I was selling the sourdough starter through the site and then, yeah, I just started adding on other products and, and helping people fill their, their cup of, of health and um, being more connected with the products that have been really beneficial for me through my journey. Wow. What a journey to get to where you are today. That I actually really resonate with that. I, um, I was on a similar path as a little kid selling my own little magazines and anything that I made. So it's mm. such a fun journey to bring it forth into your adulthood and really come to light in your own truth as well. Jordan, yeah, can you. you tell us what sort of products you stock on the website? Yeah, certainly. Um, so I've got a whole range of um, <clears throat> adaptogenic uh, superfood powders um, and then some mushroom powders as well. And instead of just having, you know, one brand of, of mushroom powders, so um, the medicinal mushrooms like lion's mane and turkey tail, uh, Reishi, Shaga, all of them. Instead of just having one brand, I decided to put a few different brands on there so that consumers could make up their own mind as to which one was the best fit for them. And then I've also got a few educational articles on there that I've collaborated with a, uh, a naturopath on creating uh, so people can learn more about the benefits of the mushrooms and how they're created and the difference between a powdered mushroom, uh, a tincture, and the different types of tinctures that exist. So, um, yeah, all of that information is up on there as well. Um, there's there's protein powders including the the cricket protein powders and then there's a plant-based version as well uh for the people that uh are still getting getting into the whole cricket world and realm um and then yeah there's a there's feminine um health products so there's a, a product um called fem 21 uh which was also produced by a naturopath that we're selling on there um, and it's a it's it's just to balance um, hormones naturally, which I think is really important. Um, you know, in moving away from big pharmaceutical companies, uh, you know that that want to to push you know things like the pill on on women and and all of that. I think there's uh, really great alternatives as well um, to explore in that front. Um, and then yeah, a whole bunch of teas and and different tinctures, which are, are basically. The, um, the benefits of the tea extracted into a really concentrated dose. Um, I've got great balms on there for, for skin health. And um, yeah, the, the latest couple of items have been uh, desiccated, so grass fed, um, freeze dried uh, beef organs. Uh, so eating organ meats is a really great way to also nourish our body. Uh, just as I was talking previously about. In you know permaculture, when you're growing a tree, you feed it with wood chip, and if you're growing veggies, you feed it with malt, uh, compost. Um, same sort of thing with our organs, right? So if we want our organs to be healthy and, and nourished and fully functioning, then um, eating uh, really good quality grass-fed organic uh, beef organs is vital as well uh, because you know that supports our organs, and there's so many nutrients and minerals in there that can't get from many other sources or is really difficult to get from other sources even um and and i see it as quite a sustainable practice i see it as the you know the offcuts from an existing industry um there's no extra pressure placed on that industry i feel from a demand for for organs um i i, I feel that 
Um, you know, if, if there was a huge wave of people who wanted organs, great for, for the health, awesome. Um, but I don't feel like it's going to outweigh the, the current demand for, for meat, you know. Um, if anything, I, I feel like the demand for um, organic regenerative uh, grass-fed and finished meat, um, you know, sh should increase. Uh, from the point of view of mm. um, it being a sustainable practice for the earth and and when done correctly um, beneficial for our bodies um, you know so yeah I, I think it's a really interesting space and uh, um, yeah I, I like to support a, a balanced mindset and diet and and uh, if I could say consciousness just around um, supporting different aspects of health through an open-minded approach instead of just being um, attached to one particular outcome, which may not necessarily be the way that nature had intended for it to work. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with what you're saying there. And I think it's a beautiful segue to my next question, which is how can we optimize our health for the new year? I think everyone is craving a fresh start. Um, I think a lot of people are really super keen to say goodbye to whatever drama happened in 2021. Um, and I would love to hear some suggestions from you for optimizing our health to calm our mind and to live in tune with our bodies for a healthy 2022. Mm. Yeah, awesome. Uh I think so in, in terms of um, setting ourselves up to live a, an optimized 2022 um, it's, it's, it's really around uh, returning home to ourselves and grounding back into our intentions for what we want to create in the year ahead. Um, I think from that place of certainty within ourselves, um, then we can branch out and create what we want to see in the world around us um, our version of reality is is just what we choose to perceive, right? So if if we can create the calmness and stillness, like you're talking about, um, then then from that place of of, of stillness, uh, it's a really strong foundation to then build up uh, everything that we want to experience in the year ahead. So um, integrating new practices, like uh, or or returning to practices, even like meditation, is really um, powerful. Uh, yoga and, 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 and movement practices like qigong or um, I, I really love functional patterns I think that's a, a fantastic approach to, to how we can move our bodies in a more conscious and, and uh, uh, in a way that nature intended for us to move uh, instead of just you know lifting iron at a gym <laughs> actually getting out there and moving um, with the fascia and the, those systems of our body um, yeah so movement and meditation I, I think is a great way to, to to ground um, and then actually taking the time to commit to creating the set of values that you want to want to see through um, in 2022 and then building out uh, from those set of values uh, how you want them to, to play a part in your day-to-day -day life and and the things that you want to create uh, so you know if, if you set yourself um, up with five values how can you integrate and weave those five values into everything that you do so that you're always in absolute alignment with who it is that you are as a person um so yeah you know if 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 you get to september and you're not feeling fantastic about how the year's gone then it's most likely that you're simply going to be looking back at how you haven't been in alignment with those values and how you haven't um ex expressed your truest version of yourself through the year um and and that's the only way that you could really feel you know regret or um like you've wasted any time because um in, in essence if if we're if we're in alignment with ourselves uh, and we're present to each moment, then it's it's almost impossible for regret um, to arise because 
we you know we haven't created the um the the, the soils for regret to occur because we're so present to each moment and it's just creating um, we're creating the life that we dream of in, in each and every moment and so it doesn't even give you the opportunity to look back and, and create this sensation of regret because you're just so present to each moment mm, that's such a beautiful answer thank you for shedding light on that I love the five values I think we can all take that away for us and decide what they were are going to be for our year ahead Jordan do you have any new year's resolutions hmm uh- yeah, my uh, I was thinking about this the other day, and I think uh, I I try not to like align with you know this cyclical societal sort of New Year system, but um, I think it is a great great way to just keep on top of where we're at in our in our journey of progression, um, and how we can uh, you know keep keep on top of the goals that we're trying to achieve. I think it's a a great way to um, you know break down the time and, and look at. Uh, where am I compared to where I want to be and and where I have been in the past? Um, so in terms of the New Year's resolutions that I want to take forward into the coming year, um, and I still have to do more work work around, um, excuse me, work around uh, the values that I want to create um, for the year ahead. Uh, but I feel like um, uh, distinction, um, being distinct in what it is that I'm creating and bringing to the world, um, it, that that's a big one for me. Um, yeah. And, uh, and just being really specific on and, and, and focused on what each aspect of, um, each, you know, whatever it may be, whether it's each venture that I'm bringing into this world, uh, really focused on each component to it and how, um, I'm, I'm able to, to bring that out in my day-to-day experience. Wonderful. That sounds truly epic. Okay, Jordan, I want to jump into you telling us about a day in the life of you. I want to know your meals, any rituals, any creative endeavors, any health hacks you want to share, anything that feels true for you. Mm. Awesome. Um, yeah, f- for me, I, I wake up each morning and I um, I really get into to Qigong. Um, that's a, a really great way for me um, to, uh, yeah, get, get into the day. And, um, yeah, immerse myself in, in my body and how I'm, I'm moving and, and uh, yeah, dropping into to that expression of myself. Um, and then I have my, my tinctures that I dive into. Um, so I, I really love shaga in the morning. Um, that's like one of the king mushrooms. It's, it's really beneficial for skin health and, and just holistic uh, bodily functions, um, really powerful at immunity modulation. Um, and so, yeah, shaga is a big one for me. Um, I have a, a tincture of that. Um, and then there's a, another tincture that I love in the morning called Energize by Botanica. Um, she, Venus, uh, she's created um, these incredibly intentional uh, three tinctures, one's for energization, one's for adrenal regulation, and one is for immunity. Um, and, and they're just so potent and they connect you back to the, the land um, so I absolutely love, love them, um, specifically the energized one in the morning. Um, I'm, I'm not a huge coffee fan. Uh, if I am going to dive into coffee, then it's going to be, you know, like a, a fully supercharged bulletproof coffee with, with ghee and butter and coconut oil and, um, ashwagandha and all the different powder powders and that sort of thing. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, I, I think that's, uh, if I am going for coffee, that's, that's the line I'd go for that. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe a, a tea mid morning, 
um, if I was going to have another drink, um, in, like during the day there in the morning. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how I feel like I set up my morning. Just, um, you know, getting up, getting ready. Uh, our tongue scraping is absolutely essential. Most of the toxins we clear through the night end up on our tongue, which is kind of disgusting, but important to know. So um, within the first few minutes of waking, uh, tongue scraping is really vital. Uh, so that gets all those toxins out. Um, you just use like a, you can use a spoon. Um, otherwise, uh, copper tongue scrapers are great because they're antimicrobial. Um, and yeah, I just feel like, you know, a, a differentiation between the, the different tools that I use each day um, mean that I can create that spontaneity in my schedule uh, while still having a grounded practice within knowing what it is that supports me best. Mm, that sounds amazing. I I love those morning rituals and Qigong. I have tried that before and it's very powerful to electrify the body, especially in the morning. Well said. Okay, I've got five quick questions for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. What are your top five pantry staples? These can awesome. also be from the fridge. <laughs> they can also be from the fridge. Yeah. Um, great. I, uh, I, so my, my first one I'm going to cheat with, um, it's actually three things, but I, I use them all together as one. Uh, so it's my anti-inflammatory um, blend, which is uh, a really high-quality turmeric powder. Um, sometimes I make my turmeric powder myself, um, but yeah, I have really high quality turmeric powder, uh, mixed with black cumin or black pepper. Um, either of them, um, creates a bioavailability in the turmeric. Um, black cumin is definitely the preference because it has so many other medicinal compounds. Um, uh, and then a, a bit of a funky one, but fenugreek, um, either the grains or a powder, if you can find it, um, so adding those three together creates a really strong anti-inflammatory blend uh, to, to create high bioavailability in the turmeric and reduce inflammation in the body. So that's my, my first one. Uh, my second one is uh, ghee. Ghee is purified butter, uh, really important for um, our body, contains um, high levels of vitamin A and K um, and just, yeah, supports digestion and is um, really, really good for you. Um, uh, third one is... I'm really big into uh, ferments, uh, so kefir or kombucha. Um, they're, they're two different types of ferments. Um, uh, I generally use, you know, a little bit of kombucha through the day just to maintain the probiotics in my gut. And then kefir is really great at night for seeding the lower gut with um, with powerful uh, probiotics. Uh, and then feeding those probiotics as well is important with resistant starch like green banana flour. Um, so that's really great. Um, fourth one. Uh, I'm going to go for crickets because they're just such a holistic um, pantry essential. They can be used in so many different ways and they're so nutritious as we've discussed. And then the fifth one is a bit of a, a fun one, um, kelp. Uh, kelp powder, I think, is really vital. Um, it's got so many essential nutrients that come from the sea that we can't readily um, access, you know, on the land. So, um, yeah, having having kelp in a lot, a lot of my dishes, whether it's um, having it in eggs or a curry or whatever it may be, um, is a really great way to maintain uh, those sea-based minerals. Yeah. So those are my five. Awesome. It's, um, the anti-inflammatory blend, the ghee, the kefir, um, including the, the the prebiotics, the green banana flour to feed that, then the crickets and the kelp. They're my five that I choose. Epic. Okay. Great. What is one health ritual you cannot live without? Mm, I have really gotten into tea ceremonies um, this year. So mm. it's uh, a, 
ancient Chinese teas uh, that come from trees that are hundreds of years old. And uh, I just love the idea of sitting with the tea and the tea giving me an intention instead of me having to put an intention into the tea uh, because the, the tea is just so connected to its ancient wisdom. Um, and it's just a great opportunity to be still and meditate as well. Mm, beautiful. What is one thing in our home and lifestyle that we can ditch to lead a more non-toxic life? Yeah, great. I, I think the um, the most essential one there is uh, vegetable oils. Uh, ditching anything that is um, a vegetable oil, canola oil, any of that crap, uh, it's, it's it's trying to kill you. So <laughs> stay stay clear of it. Um, yeah, of mm. course, you know, every self and it's like, you're out and there's a couple hot chips and, and you might have one or two, right? But but by and large, it it, it gets into your bones and it, it wants to kill you. So stay away from it. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> yeah. What is one thing we can do today to spark our creativity? Um, to spark our creativity? I love that question. Um, I go for a walk in nature. Yeah, I think that's a great, great one to spark creativity. Um, just witness the patterns in nature. See, see how nature's growing uh, because we are all nature. We're all a part of nature, um, not apart from nature. We're a part of nature. So uh, immersing ourselves um, in nature gives us um, a broadened perspective of how we can create more creativity in our life. Mm, absolutely. What is one thing we can do today to benefit the future for our children's sake? Can I say eat crickets? Is that <laughs> is that is that yeah. acceptable? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I feel like absolutely yeah, t- taking more of a conscious stance on our diets um, more, at a more holistic perspective is is really important. Um, our micro choices affect the, the the macro effects of of the you know the economics of of um, the society we live in. So. Uh, Plant a tree, plant plant your veggies and eat crickets and uh, the world's going to mm. um, be a happy place. Because if we all disappear, uh, we already know that nature just takes over instantaneously. So we may as well work together and synergize together instead of trying to battle one another, which I feel like we're in the midst of at the moment. Oh, absolutely. Jordan, you have shared so much amazing, informative information that I hope everyone has taken multiple nuggets of from this conversation. Is there anything else you'd like to tell us about C9 Protein or Health Earth or anything we didn't cover today? No, I feel like that's really complete. Um, I, uh, I implore people to yeah, reach out and connect with um, with me and, and Health Earth and, and C9 Protein and, and keep keep in touch and follow the journey. Um, I've really got, uh, you know, huge visions for what I want to bring to this world in the time that I'm here. So um, I'd love to connect with people as, as much as possible um and and connect with them deeply you know um reach out and say hi and and i'll do the same and and we'll keep in touch so yeah thanks everyone for listening and it's been awesome please can you share um how to connect with you where to go what's the best platform for you yeah um i feel like instagram is a a great way to visually see uh what's happening day to day um so uh yeah health earth um the tag there is at health earth so um, one word health earth and then .com.au uh, and then my personal page is Jordan Epps so J-O-R-D-A-M-E-P-S Great. thank you so much Jordan how can we uh, support you in a way that creates community because I love sharing the sense of community and giving back to anyone that comes on the show so how can myself and the listeners give back to you 
Mm. Um, that's a great question. I, I feel like um, people being brave to share the changes that they're making in their life is, is really important, you know. Um, uh, sharing the stories with their friends and family of what they're adjusting um, from their, their health perspective to take more of a conscious control over their own bodies um, is really important, you know. Um, as as people learn more about you know ditching vegetable oils, sharing that with people, and and um, and if you learn more about um, the toxins in a lot of the uh, you know shampoos and conditioners and soaps and that sort of thing, like SLSs and pegs and all of that crap, um, you know share that with family family members that might not have otherwise been aware of that. So um, yeah, just go connect with your local community and 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 share the the wisdom that you're learning along your journey. Thank you so much. That is. This has been a really beautiful conversation and I've gotten a lot out of it. I really hope my listeners do too. Hey, Sunshine Tribe. I must tell you about Health Earth, the home of human optimization. They are an online health and wellness company born from the mission to heal the earth. Founder Jordan and myself believe that through the act of being healthy within ourselves first, we can do just that. You can shop a range of sustainable products and brands such as mushroom powders, herbal elixirs, and even my Create Your Sunshine botanical deodorant. Use the code SUNSHINE10 for a cheeky discount at healthearth.com.au. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if any of this resonates with you, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts so you can be the first to know when I release a new episode. I would also love to personally invite you to join the Sunshine Tribe by signing up to my newsletter via my website or check me out on Instagram at createyoursunshine underscore where you will find all sorts of colorful inspiration. 